Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Pearls and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. Thank you so much for joining us today as we delve into um, a very special place for Pearls and Politics Podcast, business, Black-owned business, and women, Black-woman-owned business. Today, we have the most amazing guest. I have no words. Well, the CEO mom herself is with us today on Pearls and Politics Podcast. Thank you so much to Devin Moody Graham for coming on. Thank you for having me. Listen, <laughs> look, you're smart. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. And we are so excited to have you. You are everything. You are everything. You are everything. <laughs> and I just cannot. Thank you enough for coming. I can't wait for you to impart into our viewing and listening audience because you are just everywhere. You're in Paris. You're in Kansas City. You're in East St. Louis. You're you're a mom. You're, you're just you're just everything. And so we have so much to learn from you today, and we are so excited. So as they say, let's get into it. Let's get into let's it. Get into it. <laughs> so please tell us all about Devin. Oh wow. So of course that's a loaded question. That's a loaded. It's so loaded. It's, it's like so where loaded. do I start? So you know, I can I can take it all the way back. Um, well, I am the product of a cosmetologist and a cobbler. So I come from creative people. I come from enterprising people. I come from parents. They really let me do what I wanted to do, and I'm very grateful for that. <laughs> <laughs> very grateful. Um, and it's something that I would try to do with my children as well. But I'm from the amazing city, the beautiful city of East St. Louis, Illinois, where so many champions, of course, um, come from. Oh, man, just from the village of mine, from supporting through me figuring out what I wanted to do in life, um, always being involved in the community, having great friends, being just around people who are game changers um, has been my journey. Of course, being a mom came about. I tell people, I said, I went to the University of Illinois, which I love so much, right? And I uh, came home with a degree and a baby. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like a, a life well lived yes. and a lot of experience. A lot of experiences that I get to share all the time, especially with young girls that I talk to. Um, in that space, becoming a mom really, of course, shifted my entire mm -hmm. paradigm. It um, does. It Absolutely. shifted how I think about everything, especially as my son is a senior in high school and about to go to college. So that's that's a lot in that's itself. A lot. That's mm -hmm. a lot in itself, especially being a black a young black man. Mm -hmm. That is a lot. Um, but I'm so grateful because I'm excited for his future and all of my children's futures. Um, I come from a place of really trying to keep childlike faith. And I, I take myself back to when there were no limits, when I wasn't concerned about what the world said. And that's what has become full circle. Because, you know, as we grow up, we're, we may say that we don't care about what people think, but we do. Mm -hmm. And until we, right, until we get to a point where we know that it's all about really walking in your purpose, um, especially your God-given purpose, because you're supported and graced in that, mm -hmm. even with mistakes. Um, that's really helped me to make these crazy decisions, to do things that people haven't done. Because I said, God, was I created to do this? Why you always got me doing stuff that's so different? Okay. I'm just creating stuff. I, 
guess that's what you said do. You did say do it and it's working. Okay, you said do it, right? Yeah. So I really have been blessed to be in a place to create things, to be a creator, um, to be a creative and help other people to grow. And that's what I I love doing. I love watching my children do it. And I know we'll get into it. But I, I love helping people to really walk in their purpose because I'm one of those extra optimistic people that think if we can actually get people in a place where they're doing something that they love every day, people will be less hurt. We will They will get on their healing journey. They will be less prone to hurt other people. Mm-hmm. We can lower people crime. If people, people are making money and being happy, crime can go down. Listen, entrepreneurship can save the world, right? That's right. <laughs> it, really, it. Like, it really can because it really puts people in a place to do something that they love and to actually be compensated mm-hmm. for it, to feel appreciated with it. It changes how people operate. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in the, in the place to say, if you could turn your passion into a paycheck, hey, we can change a lot of things in the world. So that's right. Well, that is a wonderful start <laughs> to what's about to be a beautiful conversation. But I know that you are not a Greek, but you are a member of Jack and Jill, correct? Yes. Okay. So shout out your chapter. Yes, Jack and Jill St. Clair County chapter. That has definitely been a great experience. Um, I recently joined a couple months ago, and it's been the best decision for my family. From being around other um, black families, black moms that support and love their children like I love my children, knowing Mm -hmm. that we create opportunities um, to help them to become, you know, civic leaders, to have fun, to be connected, um, and really just be supported and know that that's a norm. Um, so we do that both inside the chapter and also community service. And so that's been great because I have, I tell people, I said, I have all of the age groups, right? So I'm busy. I have my, cause I go from you preschool to preschool to high school. So I, stay busy <laughs> you you do and so that is awesome to hear that because yes we we love the divine nine here but we also love jack and jill because i've heard so many wonderful yeah. things and i've seen the wonderful things that the organize, organization does and just they're on a national level yeah just being a blessing to black families everywhere and so we wanted to give that special shout out to yes. jack and jill so how do we know each other oh my goodness so we we take this all the way back to oh wait a minute has it been going on is it is it going on like look I'm ten years look it's at me it's going on I'm ten years <laughs> and my earliest memory my earliest memory was me speaking at your class reunion yes so this wonderful class <laughs> of East St Louis uh, Senior High School just celebrated twenty one years because of the pandemic mm-hmm. but. 11 years ago, mm-hmm. I spoke. Yep. I was the keynote speaker as the circuit clerk. Um, yep. And I remember meeting you and Fallon yes. and so many of your, Kendrick and so many uh-huh. of your other wonderful classmates. And it's that's it is yes. my first yes. um, impression of you and your wonderful class. And just a class full of, I said, this class, y'all, <laughs> y'all got Jocelyn, y'all got Jeff and you and Fallon. You all are just amazing. And so that started it and it's just been a journey of friendship yes. ever since and i was following you even before then so oh, oh i did oh. i knew who you were before then. Oh, well, yes. I appreciate and that. so i was so excited it was a full circle moment to meet you because like i look like i mentioned i i've followed you and loved who you are your authenticity your heart your service for a very long time and it just continues to grow 
So I'm like, oh, what's next? What's next? Thank you. You just continue to grow. So I love it. So you have CEO mom, CEO mom, and I love it. Okay. So you have to take us through what birth CEO mom, <sighs> what it is, what services you provide. Like it's just so much to unpack. So I'm just going to let you unpack it. So it's so funny because when I started this group, it was really just like, okay, how can I be of support to moms who want to grow professionally and in business and let them be authentic in themselves, a place to feel safe as being a mother, talking about the ups and downs and challenges around motherhood because there weren't any spaces like that existed. Outside of me talking to a few of my friends, um, and I, at the time, a lot of my friends didn't have children. Um, and so I had uh, just a few who understood like growing business and career. And I was like, okay, I want to create this space. And so I had a different consulting company at the time. And I was like, okay, do I work this into my business? What do I do? And so I actually ended up partnering with uh, my mentor, um, God rest her soul, Ruby Allen Ellis. She was working with the economic development chapter with the uh, Delta Sigma Theta. And so she was like, Devin, I like what you're talking about. Do you want to partner? Maybe I can get some things and we can do something at the library. And that's what I did. So it was like literally January of 2000, was it 17 or 16? 16 or 17 that I had my first event. I hosted where we had snacks and things for the children. We talked about self-care. I had a self-care kit for moms and talked about creating a space for them. To, it's okay to say, I'm not really liking my teenager today, <laughs> you know, like because the world says that you should always be on point. You're a mom. You should. How dare you? Listen, listen, I will love and hug my baby in one second. And the next we want to like, listen, let me just let me just grab. Come over and let me touch you. <laughs> In the same exactly. breath, and it doesn't change how much I love him. No. It's just a lot of ups and downs in in life around that. And so just creating that space so that you can talk and get solutions. So not just talk about the problems and challenges, but talk and create solutions. We have speakers come in, um, hosted conferences, ooh, which takes us to when I was pregnant with my last daughter and I decided... I wanted to host a conference in Paris. They were like, really? I was literally, pre I was about seven, eight months pregnant with her. And I'm like, yeah, I want to host a conference in Paris. Didn't know anybody in Paris though. Didn't, didn't know, but I knew it was going to happen. And yeah, that's, that's something that I love to talk about is building relationships and authentic relationships, which helped to I manifest the that. pictures mm. in front of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, this young lady is in Paris, moving, shaking, helping, blessing, doing her thing, doing her thing. Oh. So you ultimately did go to Paris. Yes. Tell us all about that. So what happened was I, I literally, it's so funny, I, I slid into the DM of a Parisian mom that I saw. And look, she has, she has a smile. I said, ooh, she looks like she want to cuss me out. Let me, uh, let me send her a DM to just introduce myself, let her know what I'm doing. And when I say that was the best, best decision, like we like cousins now. She like, I connected with, um, as the people that I met later, they say you connected with the right person. Her name is Crystal Petit. She's originally from Georgia. She went to Spelman and she's been in Paris over 20 years. It was something about her smile. And I know it was God saying, okay, go ahead. And, because I looked at, I was hashtagging black moms, moms in Paris, just searching, trying to find people. And I was like, a lot of the people didn't look Mm. authentic they didn't look friendly 
even <laughs> right oh, I, I mean that is a whole nother country right. you know that's I was not like, it's not St. Louis or mm-mm. you know Kansas I was like, City mm, I don't know and so after doing my research she was the only person I just look they say shoot your shot I sent her a message she responded because of course of the time difference she was responding like the next day next thing you know we were talking on Facebook after that we were on WhatsApp then we were uh FaceTiming and then I had her on um, my show at uh, CEO Mom Speaks at the time that was in 2018 and what happened was I told her you know we got to learn one another and created this relationship because that's what business business everything is about relationships mm-hmm. and creating Absolutely. mutually beneficial relationships yes. and that is really what sustained me in all of my work yes. is creating authentic relationships and see how I can add value so for me my first thing was how can I let more people know about you and so it's like okay let's talk let's talk and I was um like I said, I was like eight months pregnant at the time. I'm doing doing this uh, Facebook Live and introducing her to my network. And from there, she introduced me to her network. And when I say that opened up so many doors, because, you know, when Josephine, you know, I went to the um, events I had with the planning for Josephine Baker when she um, paired. So this backup. So, of course, Josephine Baker, who is from St. Louis, she... I love. I followed her for a very long time. Did reports on her and all those things in elementary school. And it's such a full circle moment to connect with the Black Paris community there. Um, after several travels, then the pandemic hit. Well, and the pandemic hit, but it's okay. I still took that time to build relationships with people. And so when the uh, president decided, a friend decided that he was going, a Paris, I mean, decided that he was going to honor, and it was a whole vote to honor Josephine Baker, Mm -hmm. and she would be, usually they move the bodies, but her family didn't want her body moved, so there are, this is a designation where she was the first black woman, first entertainer, and first foreign-born person to be honored, Um, so they put up a plaque, so I did, I briefly went to the setup of that, but I had to get ready for the events, so I had a dealing with the, to meet her family and everything, it was amazing, and that was through relationships, and because you, when you do what you say you're going to do, and you are who you say you are, that's when those doors open, and to go for, your true authentic self, your true authentic self, that, in, in, even to add to that piece, because sometimes people say, oh, I'm authentic. To be authentic is not to be rude. Mm-hmm. It is not to be crasp, and it is definitely not to take. So when you are open, you know, when your hands are open like this, you open to give and to receive, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's that's who I am. And I used to be like, I want to give, but it's like, no, you have to, you have to receive, receive as well. And to know that those opportunities came because I connected and I was myself and I just did what I said that I was going to do. It, that's forever changed my life and my children's lives as we talk about new things that's a, that are going on. So, but yeah, that has been amazing. And then I just came back from June and then I also took college students this time from Harris Stowe and I created a workshop around the influence of the black um, diaspora on art, culture, and the economy in Paris. And so I took them to shops. We did explore art. We explored, they met business owners and it was a great experience. And that's something that I'm going to continue to do. Well, and I remember that Paris trip because, like I said, I follow you on, on all your platforms. <laughs> and the fact that you were able to this time reach back and bring two additional, two young people from an HBCU, okay, from an HBCU yep. to share in your experience, an experience that I'm 
44, about to be 45. I've never been to Paris. But these young people have an mm-hmm. opportunity that most have never had. Yeah. And you, because of who you are, provided that experience to them. And that is just a very small part of who this wonderful woman is. So it sounds to me, we just had a conversation previously, off script, about you building a stage at six years old and <laughs> wanting to impart and, and pour into people since you were little. So it kind of is a rhetorical question to ask, you know, so this is what you always saw yourself doing. So you know what? Ultimately... I didn't know it was going to be like this mm-hmm. because as, as we go back to what did you, you know, the question, what do you want to be when you grow up? So, but it, it's all full circle. And I actually, I just finished a training in Kansas city. They've let me know that these things were skills and things that I love. It just manifested in a different way. Because if you take it back over the years, let's say from elementary to high school, I wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be a fashion designer and I wanted to be a teacher. And as an international business strategist today, I get to do all those things because I get to look fly while so fly. Listen, so fly. while teaching and empowering people, while advocating for people and having people to give have a voice as an attorney would do, um, while helping people to advocate for themselves and helping them create generational wealth for their families. So in essence, all those things that I took from those professions are what I get to do. And I and so I was like, okay, I see how it all works together. Cause th- so those are the things I wanted to do, like doc, doctor, lawyer, fashion designer, and teacher. And I get to do all those things today because it wasn't the profession. And we learned that, you know, as we grow up, it wasn't so much the profession; it was what they did. I remember my pediatrician; he was just so nice and caring. And I want to be a doctor. And I was like, I'm good in math and science. Girl I went to a math and science program. Was it SIU Carbondale? Walked in the room with that cadaver. I was like, peace. No, thank this you. This is not for me. <laughs> I'll no, help people in a the different same, way. Okay, no. <laughs> I was like, I got to do what to, Mm-mm, thank you. That's why it's important to learn what you, it's just as important to learn what you don't like and don't want to do as it is what you want to do, so. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm with you on that. So as many people know from previous episodes, I did want to be a doctor, an eye doctor. So like an optometrist, mm-hmm. not even like a, an, an MD, but, and then of course I wanted to be a lawyer. And then that one actually happened. Like that one actually yes. did come full circle, as you say. Um, and so I love to, to teach. And that's what our platform here is about, mm-hmm. you know, teaching the the pearls of wisdom or, you know, yes. business and financial literacy and mental health and all those mm-hmm. things. And then also the political side where teaching, not misinformation, but factual, true information right. to um, communities everywhere, but particularly communities of color. And so when it comes to, you know, everything that you are doing with all those things that you just said, so, and there's the C- CEO mom and mom can do anything she wants. I hope you all see <laughs> her shirt. And then this is actually her gift to me. And we're so, I'm so excited. I can't wait to wear it as well as put my CEO mom stickers on everything that I have, <laughs> but for black women everywhere. Mm-hmm. So whether you are a mom or, you know, you can be a CEO, even if you're not a mom, but for black women everywhere, what what is CEO mom for us? Like, it's it's a lot. We yeah. discussed that again yes. earlier. It's a lot. Your career, your children, your mental health, your physical health, 
it's just a lot. So what is what does CEO Ma mean for black women everywhere? Oh, wow. Um, really creating this community has helped my help me. It helped save my life. And so much so that it wasn't it wasn't until April of this year that I actually like voiced it to an actual audience. But I used to at one point, I almost died from stress. And I didn't even realize it until I was in the hospital. Until My throat was closing. And they rushed me into the room and stuck me inside with an EpiPen. And I'm like, what happened? Because even before I went to the doctor, I had taken my kids over to my brother's house. I had just left a party. I was just kind of feeling warm, just kind of feeling different. I'm just trying to drink water. I'm like, hmm. It was all a manifestation of stress in my mm -hmm. body. They were like, do you have any allergies? Do you have any? No, testing me for all these things, blood work. I'm going to specialists and everything. I had to carry an EpiPen for a year. And they could not figure out how this person with no food allergies, no drug allergies, how did my throat almost close? And it was stress. And to know that it was stress-induced, it makes me sad, but it makes me happy because I'm here. And I'm here to share it with other people so that they'll know the signs. And knowing that your body is always telling you, it's always warning you. Because I had a lot of warnings before that even happened. Okay. And so what being creating this community for moms has helped me to say, okay, people are looking up to me because I never set out, let's go all the way back. I never thought I was going to have a lot of kids. I'm, I'm telling you, I come from a huge family. I I have nieces and nephews my age. I come from a huge, all these cousins. Once I had my son in college, I was like, I'm good, one and done. <laughs> two and I'm through was mine. So one and done for you, two and I'm through was, that was it. Like yeah. my whole life. Yeah. 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 And so it's like, how I got four babies? Because they, three. look, they was supposed to be here. Because they literally changed my life. I called my, my daughter who's seven, Carly. I, I, I tell her, because she said, Mama, why you say that? Now she she's asking me because I used to tell her as a baby, you changed, like you saved my life. Mm -hmm. Because in the time when, um, right before the incident where my throat was closing, I had high, I was, so, I was stressed out from life, balancing, big blended family, trying to balance it all, not asking for help. Not like I should. My mom would ask, and I would take some help from her, but I didn't ask for help always because society makes you think that you're supposed to be able to balance all these things Everything. by yourself, and you can do it, and you don't need, you shouldn't have to ask, and you're a bad mom or a bad wife or you're bad this if you ask for too much help. I ask for help all the time now. Would you rather me ask for help and be here, or don't ask for help and not be here? Right. Correct. And so I had like I had hives that were popping up, stress. I go in, I'm getting. Um, Tested. They're like, again, no allergies, no nothing. I said, if they'll prick me one more time, they because they're trying to figure this out. They're like, no, it's stressed. Yet again, go to a different doctor. It's stressed. And it was manifesting in hives. I was walking around looking like the clumps girl. <laughs> it went, I went, <laughs> it's funny now. It wasn't funny then. No. But I would wake up, I'd be swallowed. Literally, my eye would be swollen shut. I wake up, lips be swollen. And so my only thing, only thing I could do was to laugh at the time. And then it was like, okay, you got to make some life changes. Immediately. Immediately. And so, and when I um, was pregnant with my, my daughter, uh, Carly, my hormones changed. And so my last time having that was 2015, 2014 was my last time with those um, 
symptoms. symptoms. So that's why I always tell her that she saved my life. And so, um, yeah, from that point on, once that change is stopped, I said, okay, these symptoms have stopped, but I have to stop, have to kill it at the root. Mm-hmm. I got to switch up. I have to do things better. I have to take care of myself better so that I can be here to take care of my family, to be here to for my, the community, for my businesses. For right. Like, you got, you know your family, of course. Yeah. You got to be here for us yes. because we need you. Right, Chris? <laughs> we need you. I had to, I had to do that. And so fast forward just a few years ago, the way I take my health so serious like I don't linger I don't the same way I make a doctor's appointment for my children the same way I'm checking up on my parents I'm checking up on me first because we are important and we have to be as I say we have to put us on our calendar all these meetings you put it with you send me a calendar invite you got calendar invites on for meetings and everything else but you're not on your calendar that's no longer my life so I'm not I'm I'm not the booked and busy I got peace and prosperity Okay. It's all peace and prosperity yes, for me. Yes, you do. And that puts me in a place Have where peace and prosperity. Yes. It's ma'am. a beautiful place <laughs> because I know I know the extra extra grind. Mm-mm, that's that's okay for some other people. It's actually still not healthy. Right. When you look at it, we 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 say those things. What to say? I can sleep when I'm dead. No, you won't mm-hmm. be sleeping. No, I'm asleep now. Yeah, you won't be sleeping. <laughs> I'm asleep you, and that'll I'm be internal eat. rest. You won't be yeah. waking up from that. You know. So it's like, no, I want to rest now. I want to nap now. I want to do those things. So. It made me, it helped me accountable. Creating the group and then creating a group for moms actually helped hold me accountable because moms were looking at me saying, hey, you are parenting and mother, and, you know, you're mothering, you're, you're actually active with the children, you're doing things in business. I want to do that as well. So I couldn't show people that and not give them actionable tools to keep this together, keep this together. You know, that would be me not being my authentic self. So that's why I have to share the ups, the downs, and strategies, which I love. Strategy is my thing, so, (laughs) which I love. So for Black women everywhere, what you just said is everything because I think so many people, so many women, and we also have political gents, we have Mm -hmm. political gents, um, in our listening and viewing audience, I can say me personally, my oldest child saved my life. So I feel you in that because there was a time and a space where when my late husband passed, Mm -hmm. if I could have just never been in this space, I would have. And I I know absolutely that it was the Lord that Mm -hmm. saved my life, but he puts people in your life to effectuate his purpose. So I couldn't say, I give up, I'm not going back to work. Because I had to feed my son. He was mm-hmm. eight months old. Oh, I'm not going to practice law anymore. Well, you know, I really don't think my father who passed on or mm-hmm. his father who passed on would be okay with that. Um, and then mm-hmm. what do, what will that say to Anthony, right. right? And then I remarried and I have two more beautiful, wonderful mm-hmm. children by my current wonderful husband. And it's like... Um, Mama grinds for you, mm-hmm. you know. So when I'm like, oh, you know what? I knock all this over, you know. And then, <laughs> no, I'm like, well, no. There's William, and there's Caitlin, and there's Anthony, mm-hmm. and so I got to keep pushing. Mm-hmm. And but at the same time, we must keep pushing in a way that's healthy. Yep. So I relate, and I that is so relatable for me that I have to set boundaries, and I do now because I may have not may not have needed an EpiPen. 
a year ago or two years ago, but I definitely had the stress of home and yeah. work and this and that. Mm-hmm. And it definitely started impacting my health because as um, my best friend, Dr. Bryant says, she was on in October during Breast Cancer Awareness Month. She gets on me all the time because it's like, well, you have to pay attention. We're not 20 anymore. Mm-hmm. So we can't be up all night doing whatever all mm-hmm. night and then get three hours of sleep and hop up and go to work. Absolutely I eat not. like we used to go to class Mm-mm. in champagne. Right. Absolutely not. But <laughs> so now you're postpartum four times, three times. Mm-hmm. You have a full time job that can be stressful. Some stresses we can't get away from. Mm-hmm. So what we can do, we need to do. Yep. And that, again, is where what you're doing and who you are is so relatable because we are all human. We had that conversation Mm -hmm. and we need to be able to operate and live in a way that is going to be a blessing to us and be a blessing to our families and our community. You said put yourself on your calendar. Yes. I'm using that. Yes. I need to. I need to start bringing a a little notepad and a pen when when I interview my guests because (laughs) outside of a hair appointment, Mm-mm. I really don't put me on my calendar. I put lunches with my by myself on there. <laughs> I put I listen. I'm me, going to lefties when I leave. leave. Yes, for me. <laughs> yes, I I put me on my calendar, and it took a while to get used to it, but now it's a habit. You just got to start just one day at a time. And the next thing you know, you're like three months in, and that's normal. Even with like exercising, you know, people say, "Oh, you smile, you don't have to exercise." What? That was me for 44 years and then COVID happened and then 40 plus happened and then the weight started. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I, and so I bought a treadmill. And walking and talking, you got to do what works for you. Everybody, you know, they try different things or to look at what other people are doing. You have to do what works for you. I walk at night. I literally, I, I walk at night and then it's also my time to calm mm-hmm. down. And it's also a way for me to get um, sleepy so that <laughs> I, and I run, I jog at the end so that when I get in, I shower, get in the bed, I know I'm going to sleep. You whoops, right? And yeah. I don't need, look, I don't need to take any melatonin. I can go to sleep. <laughs> Knocked out. So that's something I do. And another thing, I do yoga in my bed. And I do stretches in my bed. And so I had some other health issues that came up. And there's some things that I wish more women before us told us. So my mom is really transparent with me. So I'm grateful for that to tell me things because there's really no book. We can Google and WebMD, but you really need to have conversations and safe spaces with people who are 10 and 15 and 20 years your senior so you'll know what to expect. Mm -hmm. Because after having um, four children, I mean, I had three um, natural births and one C-section. That C-section whooped me, and it was my last child. And so, you know, for other people, it may not be the same story, but I had to say, hey, something's not right. Mm -hmm. I went to the doctor like a couple times, and that's what we have to do, both men and women. But because, especially if you've had um, children, your body has, you've gone through trauma. What do they say? When you, you die, when you, you almost, you get as close to, as close to death as possible. As possible. When, so that's four, so that's four times. Mm Mm-hmm. That's four times that I've got that close to death. And my my body totally changed. I was like, something's not right. Mm-hmm. My daughter's three. I'm like, okay, something's not right. So I just said, the old Devin, seven, eight years ago, mm, I'll take, take ibuprofen. We'll just, just brush little, it off. Just a little pain. I'll, put, I'll just take. Now, I'm like, oh, no. Nah. Oh, where are you going? Are you going back to the doctor again? Mm-hmm. They're going to figure this out. 
I'm going to another. We're going to figure it out. And finally right. getting to the point where saying, okay, we got to get you some help. And I was like, okay, thank you. Because <laughs> I'm asking for help. I, I need to be here for my children, my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, God willing. I want to be here. Mm-hmm. And so as much as we go hard for other people, we have to go hard for ourselves like that unapologetically. And that was not me before. So I love this new space and place that I'm in. So when I walk into 40, baby... Well, listen, well, I can't wait to see it. (laughs) And let's talk about that. Let's talk about and then we're going to talk about the services that you provide and how you can be reached. Let's talk about being unapologetic. Yes. So it took. 43, 42, 43 years, and I'm going to be 44 this month, month of December. I am very unapologetic now. And like you said, not rude, not crass, just as loving and caring. Mm -hmm. But I, but confidently unapologetic because no matter what has come my way, no matter what the enemy has tried, no matter what life has brought, Mm -hmm. because we all will live, okay? My my grandmama said, baby, just keep on living, Mm -hmm. okay? And no matter what I've gone through, the Lord has delivered me from all of it. And you come out shining like pure gold. Mm-hmm. You come out victorious and whatever. And so you finally get to a place that you're like, oh, all things really do work together for yes. my good. Oh, he really does have my back. And if he has my back, then, I mean, that's that's the ultimate backing. Like, right. ain't no backing like his backing. <laughs> right. And so it's just a really good space to be confident and comfortable in my own skin, right? So would you mm-hmm. say, whether it's the stretch marks or the C-section mm-hmm. scar or, you know, the age spots or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is, but just knowing that I am enough, um, I am loved, and I got this. Like, he's invested a few things. Like, I got a couple degrees and Listen. a couple PhDs in life. Listen, them, them PhDs in Ooh. life, them the ones that... Okay. Yeah. And so now you're just kind of like, oh, not arrogant, Mm -mm. still humble, but you just, I'm okay. Yes. And I love it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I know you're there. You listen, you didn't say all the things that I needed (laughs) to say because when people get in that place, I'm glad that I'm I'm here now Mm -hmm. because Sometimes it takes people a lot longer. And then, unfortunately, some people don't reach that point mm-hmm. because they're still so consumed with what society, think, what society yeah. thinks, what everyone else thinks. And so I'm just I'm grateful to be in this place because I get to operate from a healthy place. I get to operate from a place of being grateful. I'm always grateful. I'm grateful 24-7. Like, even if I'm running behind, I'm like, Lord, you probably saved me from an accident. You know, whatever. Like, it's just <laughs> being in that place of saying it's okay. And so being there, being healthy, being, oh my goodness, free. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think what free, being free. And even, of course, it's still deadlines and things. I, I don't work the same hours I used to work. When I'm done, I'm done. When she done, she done. When I'm done, I'm done. And knowing that my children see this and my oldest has seen it all. So he's seen the entire process. Mm-hmm. And so when they tell me they're proud of me, that's it. That's it. 
That's the post. That's it. That's it. That's the post. Okay. Like my ten year old since she texts me affirmations. She prays for me. She'll just be like, Ma. And she is like my little gangster. I'm like, you my gangster preacher. She was like, Ma, you got this. Don't you got it? You got a meeting today? Mama, you got this. Mama, everything gonna be good. I love you. All right, I'm gonna see you later, okay? I love you, girl. She sent me a, 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 what a voice note. I love you. Have a good day. You got this. God got you. Like, that's my little gangster boo. <laughs> I love she, it. Look, gangster prayers, right? But that's how she is. She is like so strong-willed with that. And sometimes I even have to watch myself. I'm like, okay, well, I might not have liked how you said that, but I like what you said, so let's work on how you said it. She's like, okay, mama. Because I don't want her to lose that fire. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to lose that fire. And she's so caring. But, yeah, she prays for me and affirms me. And that's another full circle moment because I affirm my children all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm always affirming them. So when it comes back to me, even, like, my son who's driving now. Whew, okay. Even with him driving, like. It's going to be us next year and I'm not ready. <sighs> he'll be like, Mama, did you eat? And bring, and bring something for me to eat. Or, you know, it's just like. Cause I gotta, what do you tell me? Cause I gotta feed my boo boo. Cause, <laughs> cause I was like, I'm like, cause I'm always asking him if he, you know, did y'all, did you eat? Did you eat? Stop just eating junk food. Did you eat? He said, cause I gotta make sure you eating. And so just those things that we do and knowing that they listen and they reciprocate those, that's it. It's like my heart is full. That's my cup the jam right over. there. That's, that is yeah. awesome. <laughs> well, what services do you provide um, so we can know? And here's the thing. With one of the, I'm a silver lining kind of person. So yes, COVID was horrible and there were so many negatives, but there were some positives. Yeah. So now we understand that you can get therapy, you know, mm-hmm. online and you can be consulted yep. by the CEO mom yes. online. So please tell us what services you provide. So whether it's my political pearls in Dubai or right here in our hometown, what can they come to Devon for? And then how can they reach you? Yes. So, you know what? Just silver lining. So, of course, my I had a, a conference that was canceled, you know, due to COVID. But when I say the way I pivoted, which I teach my clients to pivot Oh, this we way, pivot. Did you hear yes. that? Yes. <laughs> pivot. That's our word yes. here on Pros and Politics Podcast. Yes. So, go on, girl. Yes. And tell we, us about the pivot. Yes, I pivoted. So, what I did was since I was already building those relationships online, I hosted my first virtual conference that had so many touches from multiple countries. Um, I planned it in like two days, did a full two day conference. And from that, I was like, oh, I can really do anything even in this virtual space, mm-hmm. right? And so I took the relationships that I built with people. I started um, just building trainings around it. And so what this helped me to do today is to take, not everyone can build relationships as easily, mm-hmm. but that is a strong suit of mine. It is. I, so it is I build relationships. And so yes, I have this. <laughs> so even with my corporate clients, with the universities I work with and my individuals, I concentrate on helping people do three things. Well, two prosper in three ways by utilizing what I call my three R method. And so it's all about relationships, resources, and revenue. Because I'm here to help people create sustainable businesses and generational wealth. Amen. So it's not, so if you have a hobby, you can Google that, you know, you it's a lot of resources for you to do that. But when, if you want to build a business that's sustainable, that's when you come see me. 
Um, now, because of time, because I work with a lot of universities with their accelerator programs to help businesses and like larger groups, I do more group coaching. I do some one-on-one, -on -one, but I do more group coaching. And actually what we talked about is coming full circle because what I'm working on now is, um, is what people see is called launch for your life. And so launch for your life is that coupling of both being healthy, having a healthy um, actual life, personal life, and creating a sustainable business because you can do both. And getting away from transactional business, mm -hmm. which is very even more stressful. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, definitely if you're cooking, I'm not trying to deter the people who are making plates at home, but you have to have a strategy around that. You need to sell X number of plates, X day, you know, you need to create four new partnerships and four new places, or you're just going to continue to make the same 10 plates each week. Mm -hmm. So you got to have a strategy around it. So I'm big on helping people to build the relationships they need to build um, with the right people and always go in with a value add mindset, a value add mindset. Don't go into relationships looking what can you get from other people, but see how you can help them. Because that planting those seeds is how I've been able to be in business 14 years. Mm -hmm. You can't stay in business 14 seed years. Sower. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> sower. You cannot stay in business for 14 years by taking from others. Things have to be mutually beneficial. So I help people with building relationships both in person and virtually. Um, with being very intentional on those. I help people with identifying resources around them um, so that they can actually understand their business model, which we don't talk about. They, people talk about the logo and all that. That's great. But what is your business model? Because you, as a business owner, you should be providing a solution to people. Mm -hmm. A business is a solution to a problem that a customer has. That's why people pay you. That's right. And so I help people That's to right. understand their business model, again, for sustainability. And then, of course, revenue. We want to get to the money, right? That's While right. we start the business. In that bag. That's so, right. Listen, secure the bag. And you can only secure the bag if you are building the right relationships. You are being um, of value to other people. You have identified the resources that you are. And ultimately, now it's full circle for me because I am the resource. You are the plug. I, yeah. She and my friend comes in there. She's like, you are the plug. You I'm the like, plug, okay, baby. You the plug, you. honey. And then help them create a strategy that is that gets them out of their own way because we want to have big goals. We want to have God-sized goals, right? Mm -hmm. Not these little things that you can only do by yourself. So through that, people can look out for a Launch for Your Life. Um, the, the Instagram page is up. My website, DevinWoodyGram.com. Um, I'm on every platform, LinkedIn. I'm very, as my daughter told me this two months ago, she said, Mama, you're Googleable," <laughs> And that really got me because yes, I didn't know are. that she had, she Googled me. She was like, Mama, all your pictures and stuff on here. So you can find me on every platform so that you know that I'm legit and I know that uh, what I'm doing. So yeah, they can definitely find me for those things. And I'm super excited about that because I want people to get, um, have a healthier life and business at the same time. And I have to go through things that I've gone through in the past around that mentality of grind, grind, grind. And mm -hmm. until it's to your demise. Yeah. Yes. Well, that is awesome. I cannot wait for, you know, everyone to reach out to you um, because everybody wants a business, right? Mm -hmm. And so even if you're, you know, all one a nine to five, who wouldn't want an entrepreneurial experience that can add value mm -hmm. financially, build generational mm -hmm. wealth, and then maybe one day take you off your nine to five. Yep. I mean, where you can always be available for a soccer game, or you can always, yep. you know, take that time to put yourself off. I'm on the schedule all week. Mm -hmm. I, I got me on the schedule all yep. week because 
I have a business that runs itself or makes money is sustainable yep. because of a proper plan. And so I know that I will be consulting with CEO Mom and Devin Moody Graham very, very soon to assist me in all the vision because I know my vision is God's eyes. And yep. so we want that to come all the way to fruition and for it to manifest in its greatness. Absolutely. But you are just amazing. <laughs> we cannot thank you enough for joining us today. Will you come back? Absolutely. <laughs> she can come. So they we might be in Paris. Oh, well, you go ahead and speak that because yeah. I, I, I received that. Yeah. We, we going to Paris. We yeah. going to Paris. We taking personal politics podcast yeah. and everything. We going to Paris. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank I just so love much. you and you were just so wonderful. You are so wonderful. And thank you for tuning in today to Pearls and Politics Podcast, where we are polished and poised for greatness and impact. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you'll join us again next week. But in the meantime, please like, love, share, and hit that subscribe button. And we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.